Emmy Sunshine is on the line, and Emmy has a new CD called Ragged Dreams, and Emmy's only 13 years old. Hi, Emmy. Hi, how are you? Good. Are you are you tired of people telling you how old you are? Um, I have to say no, because age doesn't really bother me that much whenever I'm singing and playing. It feels like I'm, I'm just able to do anything on stage and, and being able to... Um, do whatever I want there. So I don't really like to think about age. I like to think about just um, my career and what I do. And uh, I've never really been phased by it, I guess. Well, when did you start your career? When I was about four years old. Four? Did your, mm-hmm. did your parents turn you on to all this music? You know, um, it kind of runs in my blood. I was, uh, my, my, my great-grandmother, um, she was a, Amazing singer. She got to sing on the Tennessee Barn Dance, which, which uh, back then was a very, very big deal. And uh, she had, and my grandmother was a um, amazing, beautiful, beautiful singer. And my dad sings too. And it just kind of always has been something that um, a lot of people in my family did. And I wanted to. Um, go on with that and uh, take it different places around the world, I guess. And when I was about five years old, I wrote my first song, which uh, kind of changed the whole thing for me. You know, writing, it always uh, makes it different for me, you know, and and I love to write. And my mom, actually, um, got me on to doing that. She has been writing for a very long time, which... Um, I think was with, with her very best friend that she wrote with. And I guess around nine, that viral video hit. And after that, we've been touring and going ever since. So it's been it's been crazy, I have to say. Since nine years old. So do you go to school? I'm homeschooled, actually. I know you you play with your dad and your brother. Is is your brother homeschooled as well? Oh, my brother's older. He's He's not a kid. Oh, no. <laughs> 18 years difference between us. Okay. So you, you learned most of the, your music from your family, not from radio or records? You know, but I, no, but I listen, to, um, I listen to all kinds of music that kind of inspires me to write, just to go on stage and uh, get up there and have the confidence that I do on stage, you know. And I guess that a lot of people that I listen to probably have to be Amy Ray, I listen to a lot of um, Bob Dylan. I listen to a lot of um, Loretta Lynn. A lot of people like that. When I listen to those people, you know, it kind of uh, inspires me to um, do what I do, I guess. I, I see that you opened up for Loretta Lynn, so you met her, right? Yes, yeah, she is the sweetest person. You know, she's awesome. I, I remember um, when I first got to go on stage with her, um, Everybody knows that I got to go up on stage parents things. Um, I think uh, you ain't woman enough to take my man. Yep, that's it. Um, but not a lot of people know that uh, I went backstage, and I got to talk to her for about an hour. What did um, she tell you? I, she told me, um, the first thing she told me, actually, was, uh, well, honey, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> Which I thought was uh, amazing, you know. Hearing that from Miss Loretta Lynn was just absolutely awesome. Before I went out there, they told me, "Any, I want you to meet one of your biggest fans." And I thought I was just meeting a fan, you know. But 
and turn around and it's Loretta Lynn. I was pretty shocked, you know, I didn't think I'd get to meet her that soon. And we were talking back there. She was telling me all about her family and what she did and all the stuff she's doing now. You know, she's she telling me all kinds of stuff about her. And she, by the time she had to go on stage, um, we, I sat down with one of her um, as an assistants, I think. And she was telling us all about how she was feeling and all the different things that she was doing and a lot of things that we didn't even know about Loretta. Which you, I thought was uh, pretty amazing. Did she give you any advice? Um, well, be true to myself. She wanted me to um, always be true to myself and stay true to my uh, country and Americana roots. Well, has there been any, let's say, record producers or fans who told you to do something that you didn't want to do? I, I have to say yes. <laughs> but I just follow my I just follow my way and my heart and uh, see where it leads me, I guess. Your new album is called Ragged Dreams, and this isn't your first album, is it? No, it's not my first album. It's actually my fourth album. My first album when I was was when I was about seven years old. So uh, I've I've been doing these albums for a little while. I well, if when you listen to that first album you did, do you still like it? Actually, I have to say, um, my voice has changed so much over the years. You know, it's kind of uh, different to hear myself, but I, I still like it. You know, it's a little piece of me that was younger and a little piece of me that was um, different. So I'm always going to like it. I'm always going to um, love it because it's something that's a bit, very big part of me, I have to say. Your new album, Ragged Dreams, is really a, a beautiful, gorgeous album, and, and this is the first I heard of you. You've been on the circuit now for four or five years, and you had a, a, a video that went viral, so I, I'm not really apologizing, but I, I don't know how I missed you all these years. <laughs> I guess the first couple of years that we started, um, we weren't really getting our name out there very good, because um, this was like... I don't know if it was around like Facebook times when it first started or whatever, but um, this one this is when we first heard about Facebook and different things because we were on there for a little while, and my mom wanted to create a Facebook Facebook page for me, and she did, and and a YouTube channel too, and after a while, you know, we've been working so hard and we've been going everywhere, and you know, we did mostly festivals and churches at that time. And we didn't really get to put ourselves out there the way that we really should have. But um, when that video went viral, you know, it just changed everything for us. You know, it changed the way we worked. It changed the way we thought. It changed it changed our lives, I have to say. And I guess that um, when we first got out there, it was, it was because of Facebook and because of YouTube and because of uh, all the amazing social media that it had out there right now. So um, probably the reason you didn't um, see us uh, probably be because we weren't too good at working our phones. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, I guess now, with your new album, Ragged Dreams, how different was it making this album than your past albums? Yeah, you know, this one, it was a lot different, you know, because... The one we did before this one, um, I think the uh, 
we had one called American Dream before this one, and it was very different than this one. And I wanted to create something, um, something very rootsy, something very, very, very Americana that I could put out there because I was reaching the Americana feel. And and the one before this one, I um, I know that it has the same name, but it's nothing alike to me. Uh, I wasn't even planning that, but I knew that that um, Ragged Dreams had to be the title track because it was such a uh, cool name. Mm-hmm. But uh, we put it on there, and we put on a few, a couple other songs, and you know, one of those songs on there, um, 90 Miles, the one about autism. That one, um, it was a last-minute thing putting it on there. You know, we weren't really uh, expecting to put it on there because. I just wrote it in the middle of the time we were recording that album. And my management said, uh, you have to put this um, song on this album. It's amazing. And we did like a real quick cut for that one. And uh, we mastered it and we got it all ready. It was a quick thing, but um, I like how it turned out on there. And I think the Ragged Dreams and 90 Miles kind of make the album because it gives it that, really good feel to it, I think. I feel like it gives it that happiness, and I feel like, like in a way, it gives it that emotion. What inspired you to write 90 Miles? Well, actually, a good friend of mine, Will, um, he has autism, and I really felt something for him because he, um, cause he was going through that stuff every day. You know, I feel like I was so, so sad about that, and... I, this is when this is when I was about like nine, and I thought I was at a birthday party and people were being mean to him and the kids were um, picking on him, talking behind his back, and I thought that was just so wrong. Has Will heard the song? Will has heard the song and he loves it, so that makes me really happy. And I guess that um, I guess that that song just uh, kind of came up three years after all that happened, getting to be at that birthday party and seeing all the stuff that happened there. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to write a song about this. And this was like at 2 o'clock in the morning. For some reason, I thought that I should write this song at 2 o'clock in the morning. Then I got up, and we started writing this one. My mom live-streamed the video that we did after. And... I could barely get into the song because I was crying over that one because I was thinking, you know, how amazing this is that um, God would send me such an amazing song to sing to people and to um, show people what they're really going through. So 90 Miles, that song is near and dear to my heart because I have so many friends that have those um, really hard times at school and different things. I'm speaking with Emmy Sunshine. She she has a new album out called Ragged Dreams. When you write a song, do you do you hear other songs or do you take ideas from other songs? You know, um, I don't really take ideas ideas from other songs. I always try to um, stay original and try to um, just uh, keep it me. You know, and uh, I guess that. I guess that I just um, kind of get the inspiration from it, you know, just the feel of it. I try to get what they're feeling in that song and um, incorporate a little bit of it in mine. You know, I always try to um, 
I never want to um, uh, take somebody's um, feel to their song. You know, you always want to give it your own. And whenever I listen to music, it's mostly just for inspiration. It's mostly just to um, have a little bit of an idea what kind of music you want to write. And usually the kind of music I want to write um, usually comes from the stuff that I um, am listening to uh, recently. And I guess recently I'm listening to a lot of Amy Ray, and like I said a little while ago, Tanya Tucker. So I'm, I'm writing a little bit of everything right now, and there's new stuff coming out, new stuff going, and I guess that the inspiration just comes from my family. It comes from my mom. It comes from my dad. It comes from... Uh, just the inspiration that comes from my home. You know, it comes from the Smoky Mountains. It comes from home. What inspired your song, Shame, Shame, Shame? That was actually for a um, girl whose boyfriend uh, left her. And uh, left her for another girl. And all of her friends and him and nobody would really speak to her anymore. And she was so sad about that. It was uh, really hard time for her. Um, her, name, her name was Bethany June, and uh, the song was originally um, named Bethany June, but we had to change it to Shame, Shame, Shame. But um, I guess that that song was about her. It really was. And uh, she, I just felt something for her and how she, what she was going through. And I felt that I could make a song out of it and help out. And she has heard the song, and she loves it also. How old is Stephanie June? Bethany. Oh, Bethany. Yeah, Bethany June. How, um, I think she's around like 16, 17 years old. Do you have a boyfriend? Have you ever had a boyfriend? Um, no, I don't do that kind of thing. I only <laughs> got time for um, the road. I have time for my career. I, I can't believe you're so serious about your career and you're only 13 years old. you got to be serious about it, you know. I feel like. So many kids now, they're going out there and they're doing these things for just a little while and then letting it go. You know, I always want to be serious about it because if I'm not serious about it, if I'm not into it, then I'm going to lose it. You know, and I always want to keep with that because this is this is what I love. This is what I've always loved and I don't want to uh, spoil that. I'm speaking with 13-year-old Emmy Sunshine. Well, when did you discover that this is what you wanted to pursue? I was about four years old. So when you started singing uh, and playing, you knew right away that this was what you wanted to do. I had to say yes. You know, I was—I had a pretty pretty good idea of what I wanted to do. But when I was about seven, eight, I knew then I wanted to definitely be a full-time touring artist. I was doing this for the rest of her life. And I guess that uh, once I first started writing my songs, I told my mom, Hey mom, my my name's gonna my stage name's gonna be Emmy Sunshine, and she was like, "Okay, Emmy." She you know she didn't really know what to think about that, and it was a um, it's where it really kind of started, you know. And I guess that I've known I wanted to do this in some way for a very long time. You're you're you play with your father and your brother, so do they mind that you take the center stage for uh for the band? No, they love it. <laughs> They absolutely love it. Um, my uh, brother, my dad, my uncle, they all love it on stage. They love for me to be in the front. I was the one that was a little bit scared about being in the front. Um, they wanted me to do that for a very long time. But uh, I guess that um, 
I just text center stage and uh, leave the band. You know, we um, it's a little bit different going on the, uh, the road with your family because you know, yeah, it's a family thing, but it's it, it gets a little bit difficult sometimes. How does it get difficult? You know, you getting on the bus and everybody's everybody's in the way. It's been a long night. Everybody's tired. Everybody's cranky, and. Uh, it just gets kind of uh, crazy on there, you know. But uh, my aunt, and my uncle, and my—I actually have a little baby. My aunt, and my uncle, um, his name is Tate, and he travels with us too. Well, Emmy, you're you're the star of the show, and it it must have has ha, does your family get ever say to you, "Come down to earth, Emmy," and you're 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 acting too much like a, a diva. I've always stayed grounded. You know, my mom and my dad have always kept me grounded. And I I think that's a really good thing because, you know, so many people, they can get lost in in their own, you know, uh, I don't know, in their own, uh, in their own fame, I guess. They can get lost in their own fame. And I feel like it's, uh, it's something I never want to do. You know, I always want to stay humble and kind and nice. And I always want to, stay true to myself. So my parents keep me very grounded. You've played major festivals many times. You've played at the Grand Old Opry. Did you, Do you get nervous at these events? You know, um, I guess the only place I've ever really gotten nervous would probably be at the Grand Old Opry. You know, it's always been a very, very um, sacred place to me. And the first time I ever walked up on that um, stage at the Grand Ole Opry, I was very nervous. You know, I was standing out there, and all these people were looking at me, uh, waiting for me to go on stage, and all the people backstage watching me. There were big names that were watching me, too, which was uh, very um, intimidating, I have to say. <laughs> but um, I, just, I guess I just walked out there, and I got the courage and once I stood in that circle, I just felt like I was home. I felt like all the all the people before me were giving me a giving me a um, very good um, good feel. You know, they were giving me um, something that I didn't have to be afraid. You know, I, I could do this, and that I could um, be up there just like everybody else. And you know, that made me feel really good because at that point. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was up there singing for a few seconds. And uh, I think that um, I was just uh, very scared at that point. How but old were you when you first played the Grand Old Opry? I think I was around nine, actually. Everything happened around nine for me for some reason. <laughs> was that when the uh, video went viral as well? Yes, you know, that's kind of when everything hit. I got to go to the Today Show, and I got to go to the Grand Ole Opry, all those different things. But the first time I played at the Grand Ole Opry was when I was nine. So it was um, yeah, all, the, all the kind of uh, really big things kind of happened to me when I was about nine. But um, getting down in that circle, though, um, after that, I guess I was fine, and I was uh, up there, and I was so confident. And uh, all the people could see that in me, and I felt like that made them even more comfortable. So uh, the first time I played the Grand Ole Opry was uh, 
it's a little bit crazy, but uh, um, I love it, and it's always going to be a really good memory. Are there any artists that you want to meet? Um, I would really like to meet Dolly, I have to say. I haven't met Dolly yet. She knows about you, I suppose. Maybe. You never know. I don't really know. <laughs> you you play ukulele. You also play guitar and mandolin? Yeah, I play ukulele, guitar, mandolin, auto harp. I play a little, I'm starting to play a little bit of harmonica too, so I play a few instruments. Are you always writing songs? You know, they, when they come to us, yes. You know, you know some, some songwriters say that you should... Um, always write every single day because it'll keep you um, keep you writing your songs. But, you know, I feel like you don't do that. You know, you need to you need to write when you're supposed to write. You need to write when, um, when, when the songs come to you. You can't just uh, pull, them, pull all those uh, songs out unnaturally. You, know, you, know, you need to um, write them when God sends them to you, I think. And, all, and, you know, for us, God sends us these songs to the right time. You know, God sent us uh, um, Ragged Dreams for this new album. You know, uh, he sent us so many, and he sent me um, 90 Miles for uh, for Will. You know, there's always a purpose in those songs, and uh, I guess that I always want to um, write my songs for just for a reason, you know, for a reason for the people, you know, and I always want to keep them very, very humble, very kind, very happy, even though some of them have got dark lyrics and they're killing songs. You know, a lot of people now say that, um, you know, these these new songs out, they're, they're, they're pretty good and they're, and they're very um, happy. They mostly talk about trucks and girls and different things. But when I hear that, I'm thinking, you know, there hasn't been a lot of um, the heartache and the... And, and the and the sadness in these songs anymore. You know, they don't really make that much anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you got to go through the sadness and the heartache and the, and, and all the, all the, all those things to get to the happiness. So you always got to keep that in, in your songwriting too, you know? So I guess what I would have to say about that is that um, songwriting, you always just got to keep it humble and always keep it at the right time. Emmy Sunshine is on the line. Her new album is called Ragged Dreams, and it's it's quite a beautiful album with a lot of artists. How much control did you have over the music of the album? Um, I guess that I could say that I um, I did most all. You know, uh, on there it says that I'm the um, uh, one of the producers. I am one of the producers on this one, and I I, I was in there just. Uh, Telling them what I wanted, you know, in that album. Because my family, they they wanted me to be in control of it. They wanted me to be able to be be in control of it because it's my album, and they wanted me to um, just uh, get to do what I want what I want with it. And I got up there and I was telling them what I wanted, and by the end of it, I couldn't believe that I that I did all that, you know, that I got through that album and I and I uh, produced that with my dad. So uh, I felt like that was pretty cool that I got to um, put on there that I produced that album and put on there that me and my dad did that together. So uh, And I actually play on that album and get to sing on that album. 
you know, I'm really thankful for it, you know, and I think that, uh, I, you know, I think that I am, I think that I was a really good um, role into that, and I feel like me producing that made it even better because there's not many um, 13-year-old uh, producers, I guess. I, looked I got at, what I wanted. <laughs> I looked at the album, and I listened to it, and I said, what a good album, and then I started reading, and I found out you were 13 years old, and I, I, was, I was totally surprised. Well, thank you. I'll play one more song here, Emmy. Tell me about Little Blackbird. That one, um, I guess when I first wrote this song, I was thinking about um, just a woman who, uh, in the older days, I guess, a um, woman and man that uh, lived together, simple lives, simple times, and he was getting on that morning train to go to work. And I guess that some kind of flood happened through the town, and uh, it took it swept him away, and never to be seen again. And she was just so sad and so heartbroken that she wanted to be with her true love and go on. So she let the floods take her too. A little black bird is a little bit of a darker song too, even though it's uh, about little black birds, you know. And where the little black bird fits in is that. Uh, well, you know, whenever you see a blackbird or anything like that on the window, you know, it kind of makes you, I think it was one of those, you know, make you stop and think. And I guess that that one, um, it's a little bit of a darker song, but it's got some light in it, too. So Little Blackbird is actually one of my favorites, I have to say. Emmy Sunshine, thank you so much for talking to us. Oh, yeah, thank you for having me on. I had a great time.